He's the star of Discovery Channel's Property Wars. He's been personally involved in over 15,000 real estate transactions. Now he's here to help you win the property war. Whether you're buying, selling, investing, or flipping, he's got the answer. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. This July 4th edition is being brought to you by Realty Executives, where the experts are. Also by Signature Title, the expert's choice for title services, and by Homebridge Financial, making the dream of home ownership a reality. And now, ladies and gentlemen, live in the studios, Kevin Kaziski, and live... On the telephone, see see how he does that. Yeah, he gets how? to go on the telephone, yeah, and we have to. He's on the telephone. I, I see how that I should goes. be by the pool right now, Darren. And I should be by the pool as well. But no, no, it doesn't work that way. It's Doug Hopkins. Yes, what's happening, guys? Good afternoon. Fireworks in the background. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I wonder what the heck that was. Is there even going to be any fireworks shows tonight? What's that? Is there even going to be any fireworks shows tonight? I don't know. Is there fireworks where you're at? <laughs> I think not, all the fire now. restrictions, there's no fireworks around anywhere. There's been fireworks in my neighborhood like a lot last week. I don't think they're following the rules. I bet they don't wear masks either. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. We should Probably shame not. them. I should protest in front of their house and be like, non-mask wearers uh, live it, here. It's getting crazy out there, Darren. Crazy, crazy. It is. For sure. I just want to say I love everybody. <laughs> Doug, it doesn't sound like you're wearing a mask, but you're on the phone. So no, I'm on the phone. I'm actually, uh, uh, I'm actually going to take a contract to a seller right now. That's why I'm not in the studio. Wow, wow! Look yep. at that on the Fourth of July, doing a contract. They uh, really nice people. Uh, been talking to them for the last week. Uh, they actually have COVID, uh, so they are locked in their house. I am buying it sight unseen. Subject to uh, me looking at it uh, when they're uh, better, and um, so I'm going to actually drop off the contract at their doorstep, and then uh, pick it up later on this afternoon. Uh, they'll put it back on the doorstep. Wow, that's that's crazy, Doug. You know what a new world. So they both have it. Uh, yes, they both have it. And so they're quarantined. They call you up. You buy the house sight unseen. Of course, you Google it or whatever, but you're able to make an offer. They're signing it. And then when they're better and they move out and you disinfect the house, then you walk in and decide and then make sure that that's, that's what you want. Wow. Yep. That's exactly what we plan on doing. So, uh, you know, hopefully we are not closed until the end of the month. So hopefully everything will be uh, hunky-dory by then. That's crazy. I mean, just, just curious, Doug, how do you think they caught it? Do they, do they know? Uh, I don't know. I didn't ask them that. that, that I didn't ask, but, uh, you know, I think, I think a lot of people don't even know how they get it. You know, it's yeah. just, uh, you know, it, it takes like, it could take anywhere from two to 14 days for it to show itself, you know? So you don't know, you don't know what the heck is going on. Yeah. You know, and the crazy part is, um, you know, I was in California before and they're just now opening up and to watch everyone, you know, be safe and wear a mask and do all the things you're supposed to do, which is, which is great. But you know, there's just, there's people walking around there. Uh, a lot of the ceilings are, are shorter. It was, uh, older, older town. Um, I just, I think their numbers are going to spike just like ours, you know? And, uh, I, I, I don't know. What's the solution, Darren? You seem to be on the cusp of everything. I'm sorry. I wasn't, <laughs> you weren't paying attention. <laughs> Well, I'm glad. <laughs> well, at least our listeners are hopefully listening. Maybe. Uh, yeah. No, I, Darren wasn't paying attention. I heard everything you had to say. Well, thanks. Thanks. So I wasn't sure, you know, he's, we're live in the studio. You're on the phone. So maybe you have a better vantage point than Darren, but, um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think the, uh, the spikes in California and Vegas, everywhere else, I mean, they just happen to open up later than us and their numbers are going to do the same as ours. Right. I mean, that's, that's what's going to yeah. happen. So. Yeah, I don't think it helped at all. No. Uh, I don't think it helped at all. No. So, but that that's interesting, Doug, that you uh that you're able to buy a house like that. There's probably people right now that are that are sick, that are stuck that think maybe they, you know, they 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 need to get out of the house and they can't. And so, um no, that's that's awesome. So, I know that uh 
uh, Dylan's out of town, right? Are we? Dylan is out of town. He, he went out of town. Uh, yeah, you know, I think I think Darren is. Uh, Darren, I think, has left out, left town too because I don't hear a word from him at all this whole show so far. So I learned <laughs> I learned something back uh, when I was in radio. I used to get in trouble a lot. I don't know if you guys knew that. I but, do know that. Um, and and one thing, and it was I, I considered it an insult in the beginning, but then as I've grown older, I've 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 tended to learn that, and I've told my kids this. You cannot get in trouble by what you don't say. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I hear you. I hear you think, yeah, so you're, you're, you don't want to comment on this topic so at if all. If I don't say anything, well, who knows? I could offend COVID people. I could offend non-COVID people. I could offend COVID binary people or even, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> so I don't want to, so at some point, like, what are, what are we, what are we supposed to, I mean, are, are definitely, what we can talk about. Do you think it's being limited a little bit, Darren? I don't want to offend anybody by saying that. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, this real this this show is about real estate and mortgages, and I get a lot of calls. And um, that's offensive to people. Well, no, what they they like to hear. Don't get me wrong; people want to be educated on what we're doing, but they also, I think, generally like to hear. You know what what else is going on, and what what our thoughts are at least sometimes. So what I've done now is, is I'm in, I'm instituting a sound effect okay. uh, that's going to go off automatically. I have, I have uh, trained this through AI. Uh, anything that could possibly be offensive. I'm just going to have this sound effect go off. Oh, there, gosh, I don't like the one with the delay. I need a quicker one. There we there, go. That one. Okay. Okay. That sound effect is going to go off and um, we're going to have to redo that segment uh, at a later time. I will, I will hit the delay and uh, we'll try to clean it up. Uh, All right. That's kind of annoying All right. because I have a feeling we're going to be hearing a lot of that today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm offended by that, Doug. <laughs> I mean, at what point do you take free speech and offending people, and then you just can say the things that don't offend anybody? Is that where we're going? I mean, you know, here's here's where I'm at. I'm a you do you. Like I'm not offended by any anybody at any time, and I can genuinely say that. There are certain shows that I disagree with. Right. Or there's certain hosts on TV or even a person that I'm speaking with that I may not be in line with what they're saying, but I'm never offended. See, to me, being offended, and I told my son this because he, he gets a little bit hot sometimes, and I go, that's weakness. Like, getting angry is, is a weakness, man. He's like, what are you talking about? I go, you're allowing somebody who you don't even know to control your emotions. And so to get angry at, at what somebody said about you or thought about you or, or even what they said about something else, like that, who cares what they think? Who cares what they say? It's not like I would never write a letter, and I, and I always thought this when I was in radio, I'd never write a letter to a radio station or TV station saying, hey, you got to fire that person. Right. Like, change the channel. And if enough people change the channel, which is happening right now, then the show will eventually get canceled. Right. And, right. and, and so I'm a, you do you. And, and if you like something, listen to it or, or, or preach it or do whatever. If you don't like something, then don't do it. And, and, and I'm, I don't believe in me telling you how to live your life or you tell me how to live my life. And, it, and I kind of thought that that's what America was built on. Yeah. The, it, it, it is here. We're on the 4th of July. It's all about our independence. Independence, right. meaning you don't follow other people's rules. Now, obviously, it, it goes as laws, far as right, right. I can't hurt you. You know, and, and so I'm, I'm really kind of a libertarian in that way. It's like, look, you do you, I do me. And as long as I'm not hurting you, but I can't hurt you with my words. Like, like I would, you know, that, that crazy church and they're, they're, uh, they're horrible people. Go ahead. Yeah. Hit, hit the thing. Uh, there we go. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the church that would protest at the funerals. Yeah, I know exactly. Right. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I despise every single person who would ever even consider doing something like that. But because yep. we live in America, 
where you do have freedom of speech. It's not to protect the speech that I agree with. It's to protect all speech so that people can have opposing viewpoints. Right. And, and adults should discuss those opposing viewpoints in an adult-like way. And hey, either you come to an agreement or you agree to disagree and you move forward. How we've moved so far over the past however long to where only one school of thought is allowed and everything else is, is either canceled or censored or deleted or whatever. I, I just don't understand that. Cause I would never delete that, that sick church from doing what they do. It's horrible what they do. And I'd love to punch them all in the mouth. But at the same time here in the United States, you have the freedom of speech. And that means you have the freedom to be an ugly, rude, crass jerk at the same time. Right. And so that that's that's probably the most frustrating thing to me about what's been going on. And that's well said, Darren. I mean, at some point people have to decide that they can they can um they can have a healthy debate. And the other part too is everybody just kind of watches their own narrative, right? You either watch one one uh, news station or you watch the other and so you're just being fed this same narrative without looking at the other side and you know, even if you look at the other side and, and still disagree, it's you have to hear their narrative and what they're saying. But now they just want to cancel the, yep. you know, the other, the other one, so that nobody can hear the other side. It's, yep. uh, it, it's been kind of crazy, and it's, I guess, through relationships and countries and years, occasionally you gotta, you know, butt heads and and grow. But uh, it's it's definitely a strange time. For sure. Well, hey, yep. next segment got a really good news about rates. Oh, I I'm bet excited. they're low. <laughs> Details on the way. Or flip it. He's the number one realtor in America, and he's right here to answer your real estate questions. This is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. I'm Doug Hopkins, and I want to help you find your dream home. That's right. For years, you've seen and heard me talking about fix and flips. But did you know that the Doug Hopkins team of experts at Realty Executives can help you find your dream home and save you big money in the process? With decades of experience, market knowledge, and top-notch negotiation expertise, the Doug Hopkins team will do all we can to find you that perfect home and make sure you come out on top in the deal. With the best team of appraisers, the most trusted team of lenders, and our collective fingers on the pulse of Arizona's real estate market, there is no easier or faster way to find your dream home. Don't waste countless hours, weekends, and gas driving around the valley only to find the home of your dreams was sold three months ago and that the listing hasn't been updated. The Doug Hopkins team's mission is to save you time and money. Are you ready to have the Doug Hopkins team help you find that perfect home? Call 480-498-8000 and get started today. That's 480-498-8000. 480-498-8000. Get the Doug Hopkins team at Realty Executives working for you. Realty Executives is one of the most trusted real estate brands in America. We have more certified luxury home marketing specialist than any other company in the state. A top performing designation earned by less than 1% of all realtors. I'm Jeff Hawk, co-owner of Realty Executives. No matter where you live in the Valley, we have offices and local area experts familiar with your neighborhood. The Valley is constantly growing, and so are we. Come see our newest offices in North Scottsdale at the corner of Pinnacle Peak and Scottsdale Road, and in Gilbert at the northwest corner of Val Vista and Williamsfield. Realty Executives, where the experts are. Equal Housing Opportunity Broker. He's here to help you win the property war. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program, 4th of July edition. Which, by the way... You can't say that? I think you can. Honestly, no, because remember this past week, uh, they were saying that, that Mount Rushmore is, is a bad oh, thing. Oh, jeez. So your- I hope they don't do anything to Mount Rushmore. That would... What's what's worse is this this defunding the police thing is just insane. You you see what's going on in New York right now, and people like just you know singing na 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 na, hey hey goodbye to the cops. Be careful what you wish for. It's it's gonna get insane out there, man. I I don't know. I really don't know what people are thinking. Like, how is that gonna make things better? Defunding the police, taking a billion dollars away from their budget. Hey, now, I will say this, I will say this, um, and really in any big argument, there, there, there kind of are 
two logical Point. sides to the art, you know, two points right. there, there yep. have been through, through in there for a longest, for the longest time up until maybe 10 years ago, there was never a police officer that was charged with murder. Right. Um, and, and I mean, I'm talking for like 80 years in the United States. It was some it, like insane number. Now you can't tell me that throughout 80 years, one cop on duty didn't do something right. wrong. So, so there yep. was a lot of hiding things for a long time. And before body cameras, uh, there were situations that, you know, assaults and, and things like that. And, and I've never agreed with the fact that if a police officer, and of course we're talking about, you know, the, uh, a, a small minority of police officers, the vast majority of them, great people. Yeah. And we all have officers in our families and, and all that. But you can't tell me it never made sense that a police officer could beat the snot out of somebody um, and then maybe just get suspended. Like, right. I've always so I, thought I, they should have the same rules as that. everybody else. I, I agree with that 100%. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. Defunding the police, taking a quarter of their, their budget away in New York City is going to do way more harm than good. Well, it already has because they, they, they took away the plainclothes officers out there and the shootings went up by like 300% yeah. instantly. It's, it, it's, it's just, I, I don't get it. I just yeah. don't get it. I mean, the common sense is like, but those people that are screaming and yelling at them and, and, and taunting them will be the first ones to call 911 if some, somebody's breaking into their place. Right. You know, no, it, I see just, that. It's just frustrating to look at as mostly young people, you know, going around and doing this stuff, and of, of every race, color, gender, whatever, you know, it's it's just sad to see. It wasn't that long ago where we held police officers in the highest of regard, and you know, and, and just to see how that has turned over a couple of bad cops uh, that did bad things to people that did bad things. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just, it's sad. It's just sad all the way around. Well, it, it really was, a, see, and I think part of the problem was, is it was a conversation that probably should have been made in, uh, small increments throughout the years. And so you've got these, these two, you know, it, you were never allowed to question the cops before. Right. Right. And like I said, nobody was ever charged and, and maybe they get suspended, but you're like, wait a second. They just, they killed a guy and they got suspended or fired, but they didn't get charged. So, so because that for, for however many years boiled over, I do see where people are frustrated, but I don't see the, ex I ex agree with what you're saying, Doug, about now you have an extreme on the other side. Why can't people just be adults? and say hey listen here's the deal um you know police officers are, are citizens too they need to be held to the same standard as as us right. and if they do something blatantly you know assault or murder or, or kidnapping or whatever it may be um you know and they go outside of the norms of what is acceptable in our society and and w i'm saying common sense acceptable that we should all agree on um well, yeah then, I mean, then they need to be taken care of just like what would happen if i pulled out a gun and stuck it in your face as a, as a, as a civilian for no reason well you know we should have a citizens oversight group right they but should they don't have like someone that. see the problem is is that the police investigate themselves and that's the problem and that is a and, problem and i think the union you know has has definitely protects the police and there's got to be an oversight on them but you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater right you can't just just completely eliminate the police uh because out of the majority of the calls they get the majority of the instances they're there to help and they do help right but that never get gets exposed it's it's generally always always the bad right and, you know just having an oversight group and just making sure that certain uh rules are followed we've all seen it we've all watched cops where you know when they first get that a suspect it's usually a, a, a it's usually not a, a, a gentle takedown right. right and they deal with the worst of society on a daily basis right um, exactly so so when they occasionally bump into the person who's not the worst of society you can't blame them for kind of having a, a a prejudice and i'm not talking a skin but just about Everybody that they run into, they're prejudging this person is probably doing something wrong. So if they run into Based you or me or whatever, experience. just yeah. and, and it's not even a color thing. It's just, look, when's the last time you had a run in with a cop, Doug? I never have. When's the last time, Kevin? I, I literally you? got pulled over last week. Okay, but when's the last time you had a run-in, meaning that they had to come out to your house or, or they came to some place uh, that you were attending and you had something to do with it? 
uh, when my tires got stolen. Okay, so you were the victim in that, and I've never had a run-in with a cop, okay? And I'm talking about nobody's ever called the cops to my house because there was a domestic violence issue or or I got in a fight with somebody at a bar. So so they they don't run into normal, everyday people who follow the law. They run into, for the most part, and probably 85 to 90% of them are people who have broken the law. And, and then throw an attitude at them. And so when they come in, into contact with somebody, they're going to have their defenses up right away. Right. On the other hand, I have seen videos of, of cops where somebody is is maybe not being the most polite person in the world or maybe not, you know, they're like I saw one the other day. It was a guy on drugs and, and he was pacing back and forth. But they were going, come on, man, why don't you come over here? Let's get you to the hospital. And a cop just walked up and tased him and body hugged him and slammed him to the ground. Now the guy never hit anybody. The guy wasn't right. a danger to anybody. You can't do that. No. And, and so that's, that's where the line, but, but if there wasn't a body camera, nothing would have happened to that cop. Right. And so that's the problem is that the cops need to police themselves as well. So not everybody is innocent in this, in this whole thing. And heck, my brother-in-law was a cop in California. And he told me that one time he actually pulled over a guy that was in a, not in a cruiser, but an undercover, you know, one of those cars. Yeah. The guy was drunk. Oh, wow. And he took him home. And I was like, that's not cool. No. Like he needs to like be in trouble and yeah. they have that blue line thing where you don't, you know, where you protect the other cop, even right. from, from trying, you don't, you can't do that. Just, just where's common sense in this world. I agree. I agree, Darren. I On mean, another it's... tip, uh, master bedroom has now been banned uh, from Darren... real estate. Uh, bring it this back to real estate, Doug. You can no longer say master bedroom. It is the primary bedroom. Yeah, I don't think they've done that in Arizona yet, but they're they're doing it in Chicago right now. Uh, but there's been a, there's been a call for that for for a while. Uh, did it have a, did it have undertones of that? I, I I guess I could kind of see that now that now that you look at it. I you know, I, I don't know. It was I, never, I don't look at it that. Yeah, it was never defined as that, and I guess maybe people used it in a different context. But I guess I could understand where they would want to change something like that. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm, I don't get offended, so I don't care. I don't care. You can call it the the big bedroom, the primary bedroom, the place <laughs> where the magic happens. <laughs> is that what is that what uh, what you called at your house? Yeah, this is the this is where the magic happens right here. Actually, yeah. it's this is where the magic happened. Happened, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Past wow. tense. Yeah. So yeah. Um, the good thing is, is that I've seen so many people out there who have common sense. And I, th- and I think that that is one thing that we're going to come out of this with is I think more people are just going to kind of start using common sense. I hope for that. I do too. That's a good I thing. I do too. Yes. So rates and they're rates. historically oh, yeah. low as, <laughs> as always, we've been saying that since 2014. Yeah. But they, I mean, they're, they're touching, touching the bottom now of where they've ever been. Um, you know, with everything going on and the feds saying they're not going to touch rates till 2022. Um, 30 year. Yeah. 30 what is year it? Fixed. What's it at with around great, with great credit and money down and, and loan amount? You know, there's a lot of factors. I mean, people are seeing uh, below three in some cases. Uh, if, you know, um, some of the government loans, VA loans, those type of things are, are even, you know, th- those are extremely low right now. Again, depends on the loan amount, your FICO and how much down you're putting. But um, yeah, it's, it's low right now. People are refinancing. They're getting cash out. They're paying off debt. They're, you know, accessing that equity, which with everything going on, I would have thought if someone told me, Hey, this is all happening. What do you think happens to real estate? I'd be like, well, people wouldn't be buying or selling. Everybody'd be kind of scared. And we thought it was going to freeze. I thought it would. And it, and it's like the opposite's happening, which I guess, you know, everybody has to live somewhere and our rents are historically high right now. So if you're looking at, well, geez, for, for $1,800, I can get maybe a two or three bedroom to rent. Why not get a house? Um, there's still programs out there with zero down. There's still a lot of other options for, for buying that people are like, why, why not buy? You can buy for the cost of or cheaper than renting a house. That's right. We're going to more of that next. Call Kevin, me 480-560-5555. It's Kevin Kaziski with Homebridge Financial. More of the Doug Hopkins Show is next.
over 15,000 real estate transactions and growing. This is the Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program with Doug Hopkins from Discovery Channel's Property Wars. So take me I'm Jeff Hawk, co-owner of Realty Executives. I've been a Phoenician for over 34 years, and in that time, it feels like the Valley's tripled in size. Realty Executives is one of the largest real estate companies in Phoenix. That's important because it means you'll get a consistent experience no matter where you are in the Valley, while still providing a local area expert familiar with your neighborhood. As the Valley grows, so does Realty Executives, where the experts are. Come see our newest office in North Scottsdale at the corner of Pinnacle Peak and Scottsdale Road. Equal Housing Opportunity Broker. What would you say to somebody who's willing to make you an as-is cash offer on your house? This is Doug Hopkins from Realty Executives and DougHopkins.com. You heard right. I don't care if it's a total fixer-upper or in perfect condition. I will make you an as-is cash offer on your house within 24 hours. When I say I'll buy your house as-is, that means you don't have to fix or repair anything or even get it ready to show to potential buyers. I buy houses all across the valley at any price, any condition, and any size. And here's the best part. When you sell your house to DougHopkins.com, there are no fees, no commissions, no banks, and absolutely no repairs. We make the offer and you pick the closing date. It's that easy. So how do you get your as-is cash offer within 24 hours? Go to DougHopkins.com and get the ball rolling today. No phone numbers to remember, just my easy-to-remember website, DougHopkins.com. Again, that's DougHopkins.com. DougHopkins.com for all your real estate needs. A certified luxury home marketing specialist is a prestigious national designation earned by top performing realtors who achieve the highest level of standards in real estate. They're experts. Realty Executives has more certified luxury home marketing specialists than any other company in the state. I'm Jeff Hawk, co-owner of Realty Executives. Regardless of the price of your home, our career professional agents have the education and experience to help guide you through one of the largest financial decisions you'll ever make. Realty Executives, where the experts are. Equal Housing Opportunity Broker. He's here to help you win the property war. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. It's Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. Realty Executives brings it to you. Also signature title and DougHopkins.com. For this portion of the program, um, we're going to talk about religion and which religion is the best and why all the other ones are wrong. Uh, that would be great. We're ready to do that. Want to do that one? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's, get, let's, get, let's get back to religion. Let's, let's get back to real estate, please. Yeah, please, yeah. please. Enough of, the, enough of this social stuff, man. It's, I'm so fed up with it. I, I can't even watch or listen to anything. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Oh, let's man. talk about baseball coming back. The let's re- talk about baseball coming back, basketball coming back. Football, you know, it's six weeks. We have our first preseason game of football. Really? You, know, you think I'm, that's going to happen? You think that's going to happen? happen? I don't think any of them is going to happen, Doug. I'm right sorry. Right now, I think right now I, that's what I want. Now, you're not going to rain on my parade, okay? I, I feel that football, baseball, basketball are going to be back, and, I'm, and, and hockey, for that matter. Just let me live my life in, in, in happiness. I don't want to hear any more negativity for crying out loud. Here comes the rain. I'm just joking, Doug. I'm with you, buddy. I want to see sports so bad, and I hope it happens. So, I haven't missed sports at all. Yeah, really? Nope. You're not a sports guy, are you? I just haven't missed it. Yeah. Yeah, because he doesn't like it. We love sports. How do you not love sports? I enjoy sports sometimes, but I just haven't missed it. I just... um, It's not your thing? No, it just... I don't know, because I don't have time to watch sports because Doug makes me work so much. (laughs) You poor soul. Uh, so speaking of that, Doug, I hear that uh, you're out looking for uh, for a house, right, Doug? Did you make an offer on on some land? Yeah, for his own his yeah. own house. For his own house. My own house. I'll tell you what. What a different scenario for me. I I, I buy thousands of houses a year. You know, we bought uh, tons tons of houses. But when you're buying for yourself, it's completely different because the emotion gets involved, and and I forget what people go through sometimes. I deal with a lot of investors where there's no emotion. It's either you know, the, the price works or it doesn't work. You know, it, it, it makes money or it doesn't make money. I'll take the risk on this or I won't take the risk on this. And so I'm, I'm very used to that. I don't buy very many houses myself for my own primary residence. But so, uh, you know, I've been in my my other my house that I'm in now. It's, it's a really nice house. been in there for, for 10 years, but it's time for a change. And, and um, so, heck, I'm not getting any younger. I'm going to, I'm going to build, uh, I'm going to build something. And uh, I want to build what 
you know, something custom that I, that I want to be in. And, and that I don't have a builder telling me, okay, these are your four walls and, and your roof. And, and this is the shape that we want to put it in. So uh, I went out and found a lot, um, but the negotiations on that lot took a couple of weeks. I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's definitely, I learned something. Next time I buy my a house for myself or, or a lot, I'm letting somebody else negotiate for me because I get too, I get too involved and frustrated and, and uh, emotionally so attached. Emotionally. Yeah. Your yeah. emotions affect the business part. Yeah. That's what he did. Yeah. So yeah. what he did is he took all of us up there at one point or another. Yeah, he did. To the, to the lot to go walk it before the negotiations were final. Right, put pressure so he on was yourself. Emotionally, he emotionally purchased Invested. the house. Yep, yep that's and, true. And he wound up paying at least 30% more than what he wound up offering, which was fair market value, right. because he was emotionally invested in that one piece of property. It's, it's true, because I looked, at, I looked at every lot that was out there. The, the lot that I found wasn't even wasn't listed it wasn't on the market um i was just um i would i, I maybe you should invest in a cell phone Rock. yeah I, we keep I mean, losing I mean, you I, I, go ahead um i'm sorry i'm out in queen creek right now that's why it's queen creek doesn't have good good signal out here but anyway the house that i that the lot that i bought did not have was not on the market because I looked at everything on the market. And I didn't like what I saw. So really quick, I really quick. Uh, can you please not say Queen Creek? Can you just Why? say call Why? it like Leader Creek or something oh, like that, okay. or or, okay. or Santan Valley, Santan Valley? Yeah, because Queen Creek. You know, I mean, that could be taken many queen, different yeah, ways, yeah. and and they're oh. definitely going to have to change their name. Uh, but go ahead. So so you. And I was on a roll. I was rocking over here. I was. I was in mid, yeah, but mid, uh, but we cannot have you, we cannot have gender specific language on this show anymore. Please. <laughs> <laughs> So you were you were anyway, at by Leader Creek Creek. Go ahead. Uh, Valley. So um, I wound up uh, uh, just started turning up every stone that I could. Called everybody I knew. Uh, called a, a buddy of mine that uh, sold all the lots up there. He he found somebody that was willing to to, to hear me out, and and uh, it was a beautiful lot. Wound up uh, negotiating for a couple of weeks. I did pay too much for it, but. I figured, you know what? It's for it's it's, it's going to be hopefully my forever house. So uh, I was I was willing to to, to pay the the premium to, to get it done, uh, and I think I'm going to be happy with the, the final result. But I don't know anything about building a house. I, I'm still looking for a builder. I think I have a couple in mind that uh, I'm going to be reaching out to after I get my plans drawn up. I had never even met with an architect before. I'm sitting I was sitting out there meeting architects and builders out of the properties and. Uh, it is a completely different experience that I've ever done in real estate. And it's, it's pretty cool. I'm going to learn a lot. Um, I'm really looking forward to sitting down with uh, the designers and going through. And, you know, I've never had to design a house from, from top to bottom, literally, you know, from the, 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 the tile on the floor to the paint color to the exterior. And how's that going to look? And this, uh, the fascia and the, and the, the stone and, uh, how the elevation is going to look, and and the dig, the, you know, dealing about the dig, worrying about the dig and the and the how the the water flows on the lot, all this stuff that I've never I've never done before. So it's going to be a really, really I'm going to I'm going to go to college again. It's going to be a pretty cool experience. And you know, there's a lot of listeners out there probably wondering, well, yeah, you know, that that sounds like a good idea. I, I want to go buy a lot, and I think. People don't realize too on the lending side when you buy a lot, Doug. It, you know, a lot of times you got to put a lot down or, or more down than you would typically on a house. Do you mind sharing how how much down are they are they asking for the percentage? Yeah, yeah. So 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 I, I haven't gotten to that point. I you know um, uh, I've been blessed to, to to have a pretty good business. So I'm going to pay cash for the lot, and then I'm getting a loan for a construction loan, and I'm going to need your help with that, Kevin. Obviously. Uh, and, and use from what I understand from just the, the little we've talked about it is um, basically that's going to be my down payment. The cost of the lot is going to be my down payment. I'm, I'm just like upfronting my down payment for the lot and then getting a loan for the difference. Is that, that yeah, is yeah. So let, let me just clarify. So let's say you buy a lot for $200,000, you put up that money and then you want to go and buy, say a $500,000 house. We can use that $200,000 as your equity. Right. So that 
that house that you're building for 500,000 plus the 200,000 for the lot, that's 700 grand that you're going to have into the house. We can use that 200,000 as a down. What's the typical, you know, once you, if you did that, if you had a $200,000 lot and you did a $500,000 construction loan, uh, that's 700,000 that you're into it. When that house is done, uh, you know, just, and I know every case is different, but what kind of appreciation has it hit or because you built it, um, but now you have a finished product, I mean, is that house worth seven hundred thousand? Is it worth eight fifty, or well, what would it be? Well, first of all, uh, you know, gosh, there's so many factors, Darren. Depending on you know the upgrades that you put in the house, the location, there's, but it definitely has to appraise for at least seven hundred thousand. Has to appraise for what you're putting into it, or else you're gonna have problems on the loan, right? So as you're building the house, depending on the square footage and and all the different things that you add to it, if you're going to have a pool or not, that all adds up and that will equal what that value is. So let's say an appraiser can actually appraise a home before it's finished. And what he's doing is he's going off the plans and specs of the architect and basically saying, okay, based on the square footage and all the upgrades you're doing, plus the land where it's at, this house is worth X. Let's say it's worth 700. Great. If it's worth 750 or 800,000, we still look at whatever's less, the appraised value or the sales price. Right. So even though your house might be appraising at 800, 850, because you're you're into it for seven, we're, we're going to use that uh, that amount because that's the sales price. When you build a house, is it typically worth more than what you put into it when you're done with it? Because of because of all the time and labor and you all know, that, that. Again, it depends on what the market's doing. And right now, I would guess that. Uh, yeah, it, it's going to be worth more because it's going to take a year or two years to, to build. And by that time, things will have, have appreciated. How long is it going to take, Doug? So, so I was just going to, that's why I was, I didn't want to interrupt you guys, but that was going to be my question to Kevin. So uh, basically it, it's, uh, it's four months to get plans uh, and then uh, into the city uh, and get, get all that stuff done. Uh, and then, uh, after that, uh, you're looking at about a 14, 14 months after that to have it built. So you're looking at about a year and a half. So I would imagine that, you know, uh, and that's what I was going to be my, my question to Kevin is if, if on the scenario that we used earlier, we, you know, we, we paid $700,000. Well, is that based on, is that based on uh, two years from now or a year and a half from now? Or is that based on, on the plans that they I would imagine they're going to praise it down the road when it gets close to being final. Is that correct? Or is it, or yeah. Is it so, so there's two different types of construction loans. You can do a one-time close or a two-time close. And if you think the value is going to go up, the two-time close might work because you get the construction loan to build the house. And then when it's all done, you refinance that to the final loan. And when you, and in that second loan, is that just like if it, the same as if I was just buying a house or is there a different terms to it? Like, is it the same loan that I could get if I wanted to just buy that house as a third party? So, so, uh, on the, on the two time close, when you get the construction loan, you're going to have a higher rate, right? It's more of a risky loan, but you know, down the road, you're going to refinance that to market values, current market values. So Doug, if you did the two time close, you get the construction loan. Then when it's all done, they're going to appraise it two years down the road. Once it's livable, once you get your clear to close, then they can, they can do the appraisal. And then if it appraises for a higher amount, we can use that higher amount. What happens if it goes backwards? Well, then you're going to have to come up with the extra money for that. But, but what happens if it goes backwards? So do you have to just stay in the construction loan or, or you have to come up with the money to pay it down? So you got the 20% you so you can get a standard loan. Yeah. Uh, there's the terms on the construction loans are usually, uh, minimal like two years or something so you're gonna you've have got to, to refi out of that yeah you got to refi out of it and let's say god forbid that house goes to five hundred thousand right you're in it for seven but now it's only worth five i think that was happening in 2008 it right did. it did during people. the crash um and a lot of people bailed on the on the construction loan a lot of builders went out of business so yeah that was a that was a horrible time i mean that's the one time in our history where the the market had crashed uh, as bad as it did but in general now you have this house that you built for seven hundred thousand. It's only worth five. You're still going to have to put down a certain amount to two to, to three hundred thousand dollars yeah. in order mm -hmm. to get that that done. Uh, if people want to talk to you about construction loans or or any other loan or a refi or whatever it may be, uh, no obligation call and it's right to your cell phone. You pick it up. They could be talking to you here in twenty minutes. They could four eight zero five six zero five 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 five. 
480-560-5555. That's Kevin Kaziski with Homebridge Financial. Coming up next, we're going to be talking with uh, Doug Hopkins. Uh, the Valley real estate market is ablaze. It is, well, I, I haven't been in it for 25 years, but it's as hot as I've ever seen it. And uh, we are buying houses left and right. People moving out of their houses. More details are coming up next. Over 15,000 real estate transactions and growing. This is the Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program with Doug Hopkins from Discovery Channel's Property Wars. So take me home. I'm Jeff Hawk, co-owner of Realty Executives. I've been a Phoenician for over 34 years, and in that time, it feels like the Valley's tripled in size. Realty Executives is one of the largest real estate companies in Phoenix. That's important because it means you'll get a consistent experience no matter where you are in the Valley, while still providing a local area expert familiar with your neighborhood. As the Valley grows, so does Realty Executives, where the experts are. Come see our newest office in North Scottsdale at the corner of Pinnacle Peak and Scottsdale Road. Equal Housing Opportunity Broker. What would you say to somebody who's willing to make you an as-is cash offer on your house? This is Doug Hopkins from Realty Executives and DougHopkins.com. You heard right. I don't care if it's a total fixer-upper or in perfect condition. I will make you an as-is cash offer on your house within 24 hours. When I say I'll buy your house as-is, that means you don't have to fix or repair anything or even get it ready to show to potential buyers. I buy houses all across the valley at any price, any condition, and any size. And here's the best part. When you sell your house to DougHopkins.com, there are no fees, no commissions, no banks, and absolutely no repairs. We make the offer and you pick the closing date. It's that easy. So how do you get your as-is cash offer within 24 hours? Go to DougHopkins.com and get the ball rolling today. No phone numbers to remember, just my easy-to-remember website, DougHopkins.com. Again, that's DougHopkins.com. DougHopkins.com for all your real estate needs. A certified luxury home marketing specialist is a prestigious national designation earned by top-performing realtors who achieve the highest level of standards in real estate. They're experts. Realty Executives has more certified luxury home marketing specialists than any other company in the state. I'm Jeff Hawk, co-owner of Realty Executives. Regardless of the price of your home, our career professional agents have the education and experience to help guide you through one of the largest financial decisions you'll ever make. Realty Executives, where the experts are. Equal Housing Opportunity Broker. You just bought a new house or just sold the one you're in. The excitement, the anticipation, the move. Don't let this special moment be ruined and don't let the move take the air out of your balloon. Let Just In Time Moving do the heavy lifting and make your move a breeze. With over 10 years serving the Valley, locally owned and five-star rated with hundreds of reviews, Just In Time Moving is professional, responsible, award-winning, and affordable. Move your home or office, in-state or out, Just In Time Moving. 480-213-0395. That's 480-213-0395. Make your home the best flipping home on the block. Find the right contractors, and don't waste your money on the wrong repairs, upgrades, and improvements. Once again, here's Doug Hopkins on the Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. It's Doug Hopkins, Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program, being brought to you by Realty Executives, where the experts are, also by Signature Title, the expert's choice for title services, and by Homebridge Financial, Kevin Kaziski and the crew, making a dream of home ownership a reality. Give them a buzz. Uh, and, uh, can, we say can we say buzz though? That might have an alcohol <laughs> connotation to it. Yeah, yeah. Give me a buzz. Not an alcohol buzz. 480-560-5555. All right, Doug Hopkins uh, online with us right now. He's he, he's acting like he's out working right now. But yeah, uh, he's not working. I've heard elk in the background. I think he's at the cabin. <laughs> I wish. During the yeah. commercial no, I break, just, I can hear him riding around on the side-by-side. Yeah. No, yeah. no literally, literally uh, the commercial commercial break, I got out of my car and set the contract at the uh, the, the seller's doorstep. And uh, now I'm going to go go grab a cup of coffee and wait for him to sign it, and then uh, go pick it back up. Hey. Now, Doug, when you pick it up, how do you have gloves? Do you put it in a – how does that work? Yeah, I do have gloves, actually. Actually, I bought them with me. Um I have gloves, and I'll, I'll probably put them in the, in the back seat or something. You know, I do have some. Uh, I got some uh, that uh, what's it called? Uh, Lysol spray or whatever. Lysol spray. Maybe I'll yeah, I'll just spray that down a little bit. I guess. It's just it's just it's just crazy, huh? Because no one really knows how how is it is it going to be on the paper then? Maybe 
I don't know. <laughs> Doug was, I will tell you, I'm going to call you out on this one. So Doug and I had a conversation because we were talking about COVID and, it, and yeah. it's hitting and, and Doug is, um, you know, Doug is, is in tip top health condition. Okay. <laughs> yes. And, yes. and, and Doug is like, you know what? It, I, 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 I just hope I get it. Because oh, then I'll be immune, and and I and we know Joel, uh, our friend, has it, and he's yeah. like, I think I'm going to call Joel over, and he was joking, of course. I think he's like, I I think I'm going to call Joel over and have him just lick my lips. Oh, geez. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I, I didn't say lips. I did not say lips. You did. You, know, you said lips. No, I said lick, lick, lick my face. Lick my face. But no. Uh, you remember yeah. when they used to have the no. chicken pox parties where the kids yes. would come over so they could get it, so they could get over it. I don't. But think this, this isn't the same thing. Yeah. You get it, Doug. You could die. You could be in ICU. Please, people, don't be out there trying to get it. That would be. Yeah. Right. No. No. I, I listen. What do you see? The, the numbers were eighty percent. You know, there is asymptomatic or has uh, don't have very many many things. You know, light. Uh, but you know, that's twenty percent. That's a, that. I don't know if I'd stick my hand in a. You know, if you got a twenty percent chance to cut off your finger, or you know, I, I wouldn't do that. So, uh, you know, I could, it's it's easy to talk about and say that you do it, but uh, yeah, so doing, it would be it doing it are way different things. I kind of understand what you're saying though, because it would be a good feeling to. And again, we kind of don't know if once you've had it, if you could get it again. Because there's it, there's well, different reports on that. It would be a great feeling if if you didn't get it again, and if you knew that you've already had it, so that you could kind of. And I think that's kind of where you were going, Doug. Is just this weight on everybody's shoulders of am I going to get it? Am I not going to get it? What's going to happen? And I think that that's more kind of where you were going with that conversation. It'd just be nice to be able to lift that weight off your shoulders and not have to worry about it. You know, it's like something when you're stressed out about something that's in the future that you don't know is going to happen or whatnot. And you know, it's like once that's, once that is over, like like an operation or something like that, you know, yeah. the fear of going under or something like that and then going through an operation, you know, there's a chance that bad things can happen. Most likely you're going to turn out. Okay. Um, it's, but when it's over with, it's like, you know, that, like you said, weight lifted off your shoulder, but that fear is what, what is driving a lot of the panic that we're seeing all over the place. Too. Yeah. It is. No, it's it's uh, scary. So, uh, so now this has had an effect on the real estate market here in Phoenix. Um, obviously, when it first came out, you know, late February into March and most of March and even even the beginning of April, uh, you called it. Everybody froze. There was, uh, you know, people stopped selling their houses. People stopped buying houses. Uh, it was it was that freeze. But boy, once we got into the middle of April, the floodgates opened. And yep. it, it was weird because when we were talking beforehand, you know, in the lead up to COVID, when right. we were kind of like, how's this going to affect the real estate market? And I remember Tina Tambor saying, prices year over year are still going to go up 7 to 10%. Right. And I, I'm thinking, this chick is crazy. Right. You know what I mean? I'm thinking there's no way it's going to crash the real estate market. And I... I she was not crazy. She, she was, was right. actually probably underestimated by the time we get yeah. through the end of this it's year. It's crazy. It was like so a little I, blip, I, right? And then it just, now it's just uh yeah. to the races. I, yep. Listen, I, I agree with that, Darren, but I, 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 I guarantee you that at the start of April, she was even questioning that because I talked with her. She, she was questioning her own, her own uh, numbers. Cause you know, she's just going off of math, but you can only keep, your own feelings out of it for so long and your emotions. Yeah. And so I think she was even questioning her, her numbers and, but she was, she was spot on. I, I'll tell you what, the way things are going, depending on what price range you're in seven to 10% may be too low. Wow. And when you you're know, saying the I, price I, range, the lower the price range, the higher the gain is, is most likely going to be the higher. The percentage is going to be. Yeah. There's, there's stuff. That I'm seeing that was that was selling for two twenty a year and a half ago. That's selling for two. It's for two white. You said uh, out right there. It was selling for two twenty a year and a half ago, and now what it's what it's selling for? Like like two sixty. Wow. Yeah. So things are going up like crazy. People are wanting you know to again pay off their car payment, add a pool, 
no one's going on vacation really, but yeah, they're using that money to see. And I would have thought that I, I would have thought that people were going to really uh, buckle hoard, down, hoard their money, um, especially with the unemployment rate the way it is, the uncertainty, even people who have kept their jobs of not really knowing what the future holds. I, I was surprised to see how many people are doing home improvements. Yeah, I mean, well, listen, they're stuck in their house. They're they're starting to notice things that they don't they don't like. They want to redo their study. If they figure they're going to be working at home more, they want it to be more comfortable. So a lot of people wanting to change where they're at and a lot of people deciding that, hey, I don't need to live close to work anymore if I'm going to be working from home. So now they're looking at space more, uh, you know, maybe live further away where you can have a yard and that kind of more stuff. Acreage, so, more acreage, things like that. Yeah, so it's going to change it. A lot of people, Doug, are, uh, I mean, you bought more houses last month than any other month in your history. Um, what are the reasons for that, and why should people call you? Well, there's several reasons for it. Number one, uh, uh, we're, there's still a lot, of, uh, a lot of the companies that aren't buying or, or changing their models because their models weren't working. Uh, they were losing money. Uh, for several different reasons, and uh, number two, we're just uh, we're we're being more aggressive with the, the higher the market goes. Uh, we're being more aggressive on homes, and and trying to buy as many as we can. Uh, you know, within within reason, the numbers have to work by, uh, for both sides. And uh, but we're you know we're trying to get out to as many homes as we can. Uh, the, the longer we're out there, uh, you know, our name is, is, is getting bigger as far as, uh, uh, we've been around for now. We've been, how long we've been running those commercials for Darren? Uh, gosh, we're moving on eight, nine years now. Yeah. Yeah. So eight, nine years of, the, of, of commercials on television. How long is this program going on for? Way too long. <laughs> yeah. What are we at? Five, six years now, coming. Doug? Yeah. 2014 yeah, is, is when it debuted. 2014. Gotcha. Wow. Six, yeah, so six years. Uh, Doug, you know, remember so, when we so, had that great host before? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This. <laughs> let me put it to you this way: yeah. this show has been on KTAR longer than any of my other jobs at any other radio station. <laughs> and yet you're so happy about it, Darren. That's wonderful. You're so excited, uh, Doug. We got a minute left here in the show. Uh, obviously, the, the great reason for people to call you is because you give them an offer. Uh, you can close it as little as three days. The nu- the number that you give them on the day that you go out is the number that they're going to receive. There's no calling back and lowering the price or we've got to do these no. repairs or whatever. It's it's an instant thing there. Uh, you can call 602-567-1505 uh, right now, operator standing by, or go to DougHopkins.com to submit your uh, address today. You got about 20 seconds. They're all yours. Yeah, Darren, uh, I wanted to say, listen, a lot of the homes we got last month were from referrals, referrals from past clients that we bought their house and also from agents. So if you know anybody... Go to DougHopkins.com. Let us know. We'd love to buy their house. Take, have a great 4th, everybody. Take care. Happy investing. This is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program.